Hello, and welcome to the Minimalist Moms Podcast. I'm Diane. And I'm Megan. We are two moms trying to make room in our lives for what matters by getting rid of the clutter and living life with purpose. We hope you'll join us on the journey to think more and do with less. We are well into that time of year again. You know the one. Towards the end of August, I'm walking into stores only to be hit with hints of the holidays to come. One week, it's a witch's hat and a floating ghost. The next, it's a Christmas tree and a moving reindeer. Marketers are pushier than ever. It wasn't enough to buy twinkle lights for my house, but now I must buy ones that flash various colors and a blow-up Santa for my lawn. We're being bombarded with advertisements and, let's be honest, our children's irrational input. It's hard to be decisive and intentional when it comes to the holiday decorating. Our hope is to help simplify and take out some of the guesswork when adding that touch of holiday cheer to your space. And before we get started, we wanted to read a review from someone whose name I can't really tell you. It's very unusual, but they say, not even a mom. I'm a recent college grad and don't even have children, but love the podcast. The hosts are understanding and non-judgmental while encouraging you to make the changes in your life that make the most sense to you. I originally discovered minimalism elsewhere, but I keep coming back to this podcast for pep talks to keep me motivated to continue minimizing the contents of my apartment. I'm making progress. So I thought that was really awesome that she is a college student and she's listening and I just love seeing more minimalists in every stage of life. All right. So do we want to get to our minimalist moment of the week, Megan? Sure. My minimalist moment occurred when I went to a conference a couple weeks ago and at most conferences you get the swag bag when you register and sometimes it is hideous sometimes it's cute but usually it's hideous however Mm -hmm. (laughs) but in the rush of things you can't always refuse or you're not sure if you want to refuse so I got all registered, grabbed the bag, and walked through to where the exhibitor booth was and had a chance to find a little table. And I went through the swag bag and took out the things that I wanted from it, which were usually information about the different organizations that I was interested in, but the pen and some other plasticky kind of things and the canvas bag itself, I walked back up to the registration desk and said, here, you can, if somebody is looking for another bag or you'd like to give this away, I don't need this one. And she said, oh, thanks so much, and took it, and that was it. So I thought at first it was a minimalist failure, (laughs) but I was like, no, I can still go back and give this back, you Mm -hmm. know. So that's, it's always an option. We always have another option. I feel like it's been kind of trained in us to just take what's given to us. And yes, you should. That is the polite thing to do. But you have another option. Maybe you can go through it and then give it back. So that was my minimalist moment of the week. Awesome. Well, for the resource of the week, I have a podcast and I'm honestly a little hesitant to share this one because it's really good and I want them to still listen to us. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I want them to still listen to us because I feel like this woman has so much wisdom to offer. It's called the Simple Families Podcast by Danae Barahona and it's positive parenting, simple living, minimalism with family and kids. So I feel like 
she's right there with us preaching the same things that we try and preach. Preach is a silly word, but I love her and I think you guys should check her out. So today we are going to be discussing minimalist decor. And I looked back and we have discussed this before, but I feel like we can expand on this and give a few more tips as we're headed into the holiday season. And I wanted to say that above all else, decorating is hard each season and there are expectations coming in from our children, our spouses, and our parents that put pressure on us. So really, we want to be intentional, as we always say, with everything that we do. You always want to have a plan and you always want to assess what you have and what you need to purchase. So before we get into what decorating looks like, I wanted to describe how we plan to decorate for the season. So we're going into, as we're recording this, we're getting ready to go into Thanksgiving. I'm not sure if we're going to release it after, but maybe we'll just talk about the um, the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. So how do you decorate your house for the Christmas season? Well, we have a big old tree that we put up, an artificial one. We always decorate the mantle, put up the stockings, and put a wreath on the door, Our entryway, we usually put something on the table as you come in. I'm trying to think if there's any other spaces that we... We have one other little tree we put in the kitchen, on the counter. And maybe sometimes in the dining room. I'm not sure how we'll do it this year, but we might have something on a buffet, I guess it's called. Okay. (laughs) Behind the large dining table that we're eating on to make it feel festive or maybe some kind of garland around the window or something. Um, We don't often do lights outside. We have strung a few every once in a while, Mm -hmm. but we're not huge on the outside displays. Um, But that's what we've done in the past, but we'll probably switch it up a little bit this year. There are spaces in my home that I change seasonally, no matter what the season is. I mean, sometimes I leave them Mm -hmm. as they are, but... Yes, I don't worry about decorating anything that's not a public space. So any of the bedrooms or the bathrooms that we share, I don't switch out linens. I don't have a Christmas set of sheets. I don't have... Oh, I want that. You know, (laughs) (laughs) we would so sweat with flannel sheets. I just, we couldn't deal with that. But um, we don't have... Oh, I mean, there's a Christmas... You could get a Christmas version of any home Mm -hmm. decor item. So you could definitely go crazy. We used to switch out our bathroom towels with Christmas ones. We even had, like, rubber duckies with Christmas hats on them. You know, we had all kinds of different decor for every room in the house, but we've really pared it down to just some a few areas within the public spaces that we see and enjoy every day but it makes it more impactful uh, and we can do a bigger display let's say in smaller areas rather than having to for me it is definitely more of a downer at the beginning of the holiday period and something that I would I dread to just drudge everything out all the bins out from our crawl space and get them upstairs and try to figure out what's in each one and where it goes and what I'm going to do with it this year and make it new and different every time because that was my life for 10 plus years and yeah we have just totally minimized it or or 
simplified it down to a few bins. And really the largest amount of that is the tree and the decorations that go on the tree. And it just makes me so much happier (laughs) to Mm -hmm. be that way that I'm not going to take a whole weekend out of my holiday time to have to decorate. And it doesn't, it doesn't seem to negatively affect anybody else's holiday either. Mm -hmm. The kids aren't begging me to do that. You know, I was usually trying to beg, they love putting up the tree Mm -hmm. and that is their favorite part every year, but they really didn't care about every other space being decorated. My perception of my parents growing up was that it was something my mom would do with maybe a hot cup of coffee and Christmas music playing. And I really do feel like she enjoyed decorating her house. I honestly think that that was something that she really loved and looked forward Mm -hmm. to. So I guess there's probably just different personality types when it comes to this. And that's why I said assess what you have and make a plan. And we honestly talked so much so much more of the details in our previous podcast. So this is going to be more of like kind of what we put inside and outside versus the whole old versus new. What do I have? How many bins should I have? What Mm -hmm. does this look like? So I wanted to preface that by kind of pushing you guys back to that previous episode. So if you go back to episode 30, that will be more of the meatier episode, I'd say. So again, this is more of just little minimalist things that you could do around your house for the holidays. So I just thought that I would divide this episode into the inside decorating and the outside decorating. So these are just some tips that you could apply. I have 10 of them. All right. (laughs) And Megan, you can either add to my list or you can expand. Okay. So one of the ways I think that we can decorate without spending any money would be previous holiday artwork. So I know for me, I have a preschooler now and she's bringing home things and they're festive and I... I'm usually opposed to hanging up on the fridge, but maybe I could hang on the wall or create a space to where we can view that during the holiday season. And then as my children grow, I can bring that back out. I feel like it's, I'm sentimental in that way. Like I like to see what they've done as they grow. And I know I used to do that with the little girl that I nannied. I would pull out each year what she had done in the past season and we'd display it. So I feel like that's a really great way to just decorate on a budget Mm -hmm. technically free. Absolutely. So my next one would be DIY. So I know you've talked about your Starbucks cup garland. Do you want to (laughs) just explain that again really fast? Yes. When I used to go through Starbucks all the time, I collected literally throughout the year would collect the cardboard sleeves that are automatically put on the outside of the cup. I threw them in a drawer, and then when Christmas rolled around, I thought these would kind of make a fun garland. So we tore them apart, put them inside out so you see the the corrugated part of the cardboard, stapled them together like a garland, like you would in elementary school with the rings, you know, Mm -hmm. we'd make all those those, uh, ring-shaped garlands, and we put it around our tree, and you can't tell that they're Starbucks because it's on the inside, and it's usually... Not the mermaid lady. It's not the mermaid lady, no. (laughs) It just looks like the corrugated thing, and so they're kind of industrial feeling, and yeah, we love them on our tree. Yeah. So I think that there are ways that you can do it yourself like that, um, and more that I'll get to as we continue through this list. But two of the ones I wanted to share with you guys that I thought were really neat, um, and I'll post these in our show notes. One was an advent tray for those of you that are spiritual or even just 
do Advent on more of a secular way. You honestly just need a tray, some candles, and then if you bring some of the outdoors in with some pine cones or greenery, you can have your own little Advent tray that could act as a centerpiece on your table. Can you explain what an Advent, what you mean by Advent tray? Are you talking about like candles? Oh yeah, the, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Advent candles that you light. Okay. So it's you're not spending a ton of money on the candles because you can go to Hobby Lobby or I don't know, Michael's and buy cheap candles to put there. So, so making a centerpiece mm -hmm. out of candles and greenery, maybe pine cones that you find outside. Yeah. Again, I'll put these in the show notes if you actually want to see. And that's from, that idea is from my Scandinavian home, that blog. And then the other one was a Christmas card board display that I thought looked really cool. And it's from the Mary thought, but basically she's just using old, um, boards and then kind of tacking up the Christmas cards on there. So that's a nice way to kind of decorate for the holiday season. That is fun DIY. Mm -hmm. So we have for our Christmas cards that we receive a, I purchased it, but you could easily DIY it. It's sticks or, mm -hmm. you know, dried out sticks that are fairly straight and twine. And you find ones that are, varying lengths from shorter to longer and arrange them as if they look like a tree, if you mm -hmm. can imagine this, and then put twine on the ends of them. So when you hang it up on the wall, it looks like a Christmas tree and you can then clip. We use little um, clothespins and clip the cards that we get. It's really um, cute. Yeah. So we could put a picture of that in the show notes as well. And another DIY thing that we have not done yet, but we keep talking about it every year is just stringing popcorn oh, to I make a that. garland. Mm -hmm. You can do cranberries, or is it cranberries? Yes, yeah, it's cranberries. Too, but mm -hmm. I don't, that feels a little venturing into the, this might rot on my tree. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more willing to do popcorn. <laughs> I feel like my kids would just be like eating. Yes. The that's, whole time. Not, like my kids are out of that yeah. phase, but still. <laughs> that's really neat. Basically, with this whole idea of DIY, I go Google, tap into your creative side, and I feel like that's very. Yeah minimalist. There's a lot of cool paper crafts too. Absolutely. That you can do not even, not just for the tree, but really fun hanging kind of, I, I feel like that's a Norwegian tradition as yeah. well. Is to What's the word I'm looking? Geometric figures mm -hmm. yeah. on, on the side tables. That's very Nordic. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Using the word huga, I wanted to incorporate that Ooh, here with a segue. Yeah, <laughs> candles. Honestly, through the dark winter season to make it feel more festive, and I feel like if you got a nice Christmassy pine smell, that helps me feel more festive. And you're not spending a lot of money, but it. I mean, that's all I had a few years ago was mm -hmm. just my, besides my tree, I just had a candle that I got from Whole Foods and I loved the can that it was in. It was like an old maple syrup can and I just lit it every morning when I came down for my cup of coffee and it just automatically took me to that like hookah cozy spot. So candles are a great way to decorate. You have mentioned my number four, a wall tree. I know you mentioned it with your hanging your cards, but I've seen people do wall trees. If they don't have big spaces, you're not taking up that big space in the ground. I know it's kind of strange. A lot of us wouldn't typically think that that was something that would ever, we would ever do, but I've seen people make a tree out of lights on their wall and mm -hmm out of branches, as you said. Again, these are things that you can just Google pictures online, but it looks really neat. If you don't want to spend the money on a tree or just don't have the space, it would be another option. Mm -hmm. 
or I've seen people, if they have an artificial tree and not much space, they'll literally flatten one side and put it against the wall. You know what really? I mean? So you have yeah, yeah, at yeah. least half of it that you can okay, decorate. I see what you're saying. Right. Just like really shove it in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is another way that I decorate. I'm really just giving you all my cheap tips about how I decorate. But with festive books, so for the Halloween season, I actually don't have a ton of Halloween books, but we rented a bunch from the library and just set them out on those wall displays that you can do for your books, but you can do that with your Christmas books. Or if you do have a buffet in your dining room, maybe setting three up there like the night before Christmas, I think it looks cool. Again, Mm -hmm. I have little kids, so this is why I like this stuff. I know in someone's home that's more curated, you might not like that necessarily, but I... I think it's a great way to read with my kids more often, and it's a conversation starter when you have friends coming over, seeing those books from childhood. Okay, I don't know if people still do this, but I've seen people wrap frames in paper. Yes. Okay. Just even with brown paper, and you tie it up with string. The current artwork that you have on your wall. Yes. Wrap it up like a gift. Yes. Yes. The next thing I was going to say is brown paper packages. So when you have your Christmas gifts out, I know some people put gifts under the tree before Santa comes or before Christmas, but I think it looks really cohesive and it's cheap. If you get brown paper, you can get it from what, probably the UPS store, USPS, craft stores you can get it from, or a huge roll of it for cheap. Yes. Very cheap. And string is very cheap. Twine, I don't think costs that much. The other idea I thought of was fabric, tying that up somehow with fabric, different gifts. One thing that I've seen that I really like, but haven't integrated because we have so many bags that we recycle year over year for Christmas gifts, but the idea of Santa sacks or burlap bags Mm -hmm. that you can just use and reuse every year. Some people stencil their kids' names on them, or you can leave them generic and have varying sizes in, but it's so easy just to put it in the sack and put it under the tree. Mm -hmm. And if, I mean, some people love gift wrapping and that is like their love language Mm -hmm. and that's great. But if that's not your love language, then those sacks I think are the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. They'd be easy to make, super cheap, Mm -hmm. and even if you didn't want to make them, you can purchase them fairly inexpensively. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's also zero waste. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So another thing that I thought of was hanging a wreath above the kitchen table or kitchen island. There's a way that you can just, like, kind of string it up, and it looks really neat. I saw pictures online. I've never seen it in person, but I thought it was a nice probably cheaper way to decorate the area. Another way is a DIY banner. Again, we talked about DIY, but I'm thinking more of the garland. You mentioned the popcorn. And then lastly, the other way I thought you could decorate inside would be my favorite, bringing the outdoors inside. And I mean, you can just go to the park and get greenery, pine cones, branches, and seek out ideas. And that's free. Mm -hmm. So... One thing about using pine cones is we have a tree outside of our house Mm -hmm. that, I mean, we we get hundreds of them every year. And one thing I will caution is look up the instructions online to, you need to bake them. (laughs) That sounds weird, but you need to put them on a tray and bake them for a certain amount of time because all, then all of the, um, sap will run out of them and they won't be sticky and all the bugs will die. So look up instructions on how to do that or we can look it up and put it in the show notes (laughs) because that's a good good idea to do 
Same with, I don't know how you would prevent the greenery from having a bunch of bugs in it, but maybe shake it out well. <laughs> I would say shake it out, but also in Ohio, it's so cold. That's I feel true. like a lot of bugs are dead at That's this point. True. I don't know. I mean, if you're living in Arizona, I don't, I'm sorry, you can't it's do not this. <laughs> you just can't bring the outdoors in. I mean, you're going to be bringing in rocks. and This is true. This is where yeah. the paper crafting comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Do you have any other ways you can think of to decorate on the inside? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but... To bring the outdoors in or to... No, just to any other ways that are minimal ways to Mm. decorate your inside. Well, one thing I'm excited to do this year is to dig into Michael and Smith's The Nesters online class. She has a seasonal class that uh, e-course, it takes just a couple hours to kind of go through the video course. And she has always has these great ideas. I did it for fall. I have not dug into her winter one yet, but they're always super simple and easy ideas. One of them definitely is to bring the outdoors in. She's a very big advocate of that, but also for reusing what you already have, getting a high impact with a small amount of things. Um, so I am encouraged and excited about doing that. And if it's the same as with the fall, you would kind of pick a color palette or think about what you wanted your home to feel like and look like for that season. And often it's not, you know, red and green. (laughs) It can be whatever you want and you can shop your house. Say if you have throws that you use in the winter that are a certain color you could use for inspiration and kind of build your winter wonderland based on that color power and a lot of times you we gravitate toward colors I feel like and whether it be your clothing but also in home decor and so you'll probably be surprised that you probably have a lot more of the similar colors and Uh, kind of metal finishes around your house than you think. And you can probably rearrange your items into something creative and festive that you may not have imagined before. So I'm, I'm excited to get creative in that way with what I already have. And it may just be like having switching out the candles in the holders from white ones to green or Mm -hmm. red or gold, whatever I choose for that season Mm -hmm. to make it feel new and fresh, but not have to go out and buy a bunch of things. I love that. Mm -hmm. All right. I only have a few tips on decorating outside because we're not huge on decorating outside. I was thinking that if you want to save money, instead of getting a whole wreath, you can DIY your wreath and do a half wreath. I've, have you seen this? No. Yeah. So you don't go all the way around. You Obviously it's a half wreath, but it's apparently trendy. It's a trendy hmm. thing. And then you tie it up on your, I will Google it and show you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time envisioning. So do you like have a rhythm, ribbon on the other? How do you hang this half okay. wreath? I'm, I'm going to pause the podcast and we'll be right back. Hold please. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> it's not half a wreath. It's just... Okay, we're, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not half a wreath. I was envisioning, like, a wreath literally cut in half. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's like a metal ring that you would put greenery on part of it or half of it. 
Yes, I know what this you're talking about. This is why she's the more articulate one of the two <laughs> of us. But I think it looks really nice. You can hang it in your dining room or outside, as I said, right. on your front door. Hey, we had, you know, remember when <laughs> upside down Christmas trees was a thing <laughs> yeah. for a hot minute or for maybe one season? Like, half trees could have been a thing. I didn't know. <laughs> no, I just saw someone on Facebook say, do you know how to hang my tree on the ceiling? Oh. I really didn't know that was so bizarre to me. Yeah, it is. Like, what? What what about that says Christmas? That to me says <laughs> Halloween. That says like that says haunted house to me. <laughs> like you woke up in Willy Wonka's Wonderland. It would I don't know. Yeah, uh, disorienting. Yes, for, for sure. So, all right. So the other ways I thought that you could decorate outside are candles in your windows mm-hmm. that look appealing. That's not you're not spending a ton on. I feel like it gets so expensive to. Um, decorate with Christmas lights. Candles, you, if you just have one in the upper windows or even in all windows, I mean, I feel like that's mm-hmm. a cheap way to do it. Even if you do the battery-operated or plug-in ones, I think yeah. those look gorgeous from the outside. I and agree. Sometimes they have ones that flicker and look like real candles. Mm-hmm. You can get that image. We just don't have window sills wide enough on the inside mm-hmm. to accommodate oh, those. Yeah. We'd have to find some way to affix it to the window or something. I think my parents do tape it somehow. I mean, they have curtains in their bedroom, so you can't see it from the inside of their bedroom looking out, but I think they do just somehow tape it. But like I said, they have curtains to where they can cover it. Mm-hmm. But but yes, I love that look. I do too. I love that. And when people put wreaths over each of their windows too. Full wreaths. Full wreaths. Yeah. <laughs> Not wreaths. <laughs> <laughs> the last way you can decorate, and again, this is just small budget, is garland on your porch. So bringing the outside outside, but displaying it. <laughs> bringing the outside outside? Well, I always say bring the inside outside inside. So just like keep the outside keep, outside. <laughs> keep the outside outside and organize it into something that looks lovely on your porch. Mm-hmm. So we've done that before. Those are my tips for decorating outside because I feel like it's hard to do on a budget. I'd love to hear what our listeners have, if they have any suggestions. Yeah. We we typically, if we string lights, we'll just do it on the porch or the okay. pole on the porch. Mm-hmm. We have um, every house in our neighborhood has one of those faux gas lights outside of there in front of each house. So we'll we'll wrap that and we'll might do the porch. And then I would get a... Costco or your warehouse store. Costco normally has a planter with not live things, but some kind of pine arrangement with cranberries or that kind of thing. So I'll usually have a planter out front and a few string lights and the wreath on my door and that's it. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's great. That's festive and Mm -hmm. I don't know. I want people to feel welcomed in. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't want to spend a whole bunch of yeah. time decorating. And that's, like I said, that's kind of the whole point of this episode. We really did go into more of the meat and more of the mentality behind decorating. And this, I wanted just to give little tips on how I stay on budget and how I decorate for less. So, all right. Well, do you have any more tips on how to decorate minimally? No. Okay. <laughs> Well, I have a few last thoughts that aren't necessarily in regards to decorating, but we always talk about giving experiences as opposed to items or toys. So for those of you that have littles, um, I know that I've talked about gifting Charlotte swim lessons, but if someone doesn't want to actually pay for lessons, you can say, well, she needs a swimsuit or she needs goggles. And 
similarly to ballet, she might need shoes or a leotard or a tutu. So those are shifting the gift to the experience without buying that experience. Because I know some people still Mm -hmm. want a tangible thing as opposed to, I'm buying you lessons. So I felt like that was a good thing that we could prompt our relatives to. Yes, Olive is in a horse phase. Oh. I never had a horse phase, but I'm told a lot of girls go through it. I'm going through it now. (laughs) (laughs) But um, she did a horse camp last summer, and that is one of the things that we thought about asking for is you need boots mm-hmm. for horseback riding mm-hmm. and um we were gonna ask for that for christmas like the little outfits or mm-hmm. ha- yeah things like that and make so. sure they they need a helmet and boots and sometimes special pants and things like that so yeah that was something we were gonna ask for yeah i've never expanded on the thought of experiences but i think it can go into some tangible items as well mm-hmm. and then honestly like moving into the new year and starting fresh in january i know we're really big on goals here and i was just thinking that really to get people on board with your minimalist pursuit live and give by example and make the changes in your life that you want to see like kind of being gifted back to you or the, with those that you interact with and show others what your new lifestyle looks like. And going into January, just start implementing that throughout the year. And if you really are serious about this, people will catch on and people will really see that you're, this means a lot to you. And I feel like that's kind of helped some of my family members see like, she's serious. This doesn't, isn't some phase of life. Like this is who she wants to be and how she wants to live. And it's really helped with the exception of maybe one person, but it's really helped people not gift as much or just really appreciate or respect what we have chosen to do as a Mm -hmm. family. You know, the holidays can be a stressful time Mm -hmm. managing family relationships. And I have come to look at it as another opportunity to open up a conversation about Mm -hmm. minimalism Versus me having to guard or protect against people giving me things. Mm -hmm. So there's, it's kind of looking at the positive side of the coin. So I'm opening up another conversation with them about minimalism and how we want to live. And then if they do not choose to follow our wishes, that's okay because that's how they want to gift to us. And then once we receive those gifts, then we're free to do as we like with them. We're free to keep them. We're free to pass them on to someone else or donate them, whatever we choose to do. But it, I know it can just get stressful over the holidays mm-hmm. with trying to please all the family members and make sure everybody's happy. And we kind of taken that route as uh, we express our wishes, hope that they are that they are followed. And if not, you know, that's totally fine. We just want to focus on loving our family members and making sure that they are feel loved themselves um, during the holidays because really it's people over things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to hear your thoughts on holiday decor. So we invite you to keep the conversation going by visiting our website, minimalistmomspodcast.com. There you'll find the links to our Facebook page, Instagram, and where you can find Megan and I all around the web. So we thank you for joining up on this journey. We wish you a lovely holiday season as you think more and do with less. 